0: you know what jamie let's pop off right now we gotta get started (laughs) We gotta go let's go let's go let's get the people in the chat hello everyone and welcome to hit and hustle the navy Notre, notre dame navy post game instant reaction show Presented by uh, IrishSportsDaily.com. I am your host, Greg Flamong. and with me, as always, is Jamie Uayama, Mister Jamie University, and the Godfather himself, yeah. Mike Frank, is here to give us his takes. Uh, we were talking before; everyone's in a good mood, so it's gonna be a it's gonna be a fun and jovial show. So thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, if this is your first time catching the show, please hit the like. Please hit the subscribe. Please hit the notification bell so you know we're going live. Uh, links to the podcast are in the description below. Uh, you're going to be able to catch us uh, every every post game, every every game after every game. We're going to be here, so you're going to want to check us out. Uh, make sure to head over to irisportsdaily.com and uh, look at all the content that's about to go up. Uh, we're going to do interviews. Uh, Andrew Mentock is on site. He's going to he's going to uh, be writing some stories about the game. Uh, and then tomorrow, I've got my uh, post game uh, morning after recap, so you're going to want to catch us there. Uh thanks one more time uh, for tuning in after Notre Dame's thrilling, dominating 42-3 to victory over Navy. And before we get into that, I want to talk to you about esqclothing.com. They are our, uh, one of our sponsors on this show. And you're going to be able to catch uh, ESQ on Marcus Freeman. He's wearing it all the time. The Notre Dames are wearing it on the player walk on their bomber jackets. And you're going to want to check out ESQ's uh, bamboo dress shirt by Ga Wang machine washable odor resistant wrinkle resistant uh, you can you can you can wear it to weddings you can wear it out you're going out tonight put on your esq shirt and, and hit up the bars and have a good time uh, So check out esescucoling.com and upgrade your shirt game fellas fellas Navy games they can they can go bad they can go bad and they did it 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 was it was, it was, it was a great performance offense and defense i want to go to the godfather first mike frank give me just your main takeaways just right off the top what did you think of how how the game went today
1: well i think what notre dame needs to do more than anything is continue to play this game first game of the year (laughs) if they can do that then then you're not going to have a lot of these problems that they've had in the past when they play this team and and look this team's a good team when you know when you don't have the time to prepare for them but when you do have some time to prepare for them uh sooner or later the athletes are going to take over and i think that that's what you saw today uh, i thought they had a really good game plan uh, offensively and defensively uh i thought uh, jared parker called a, a a great game in this game you know that was one of the big question marks going into this how is he going to you know, Duke calling the football game and and I thought he did a tremendous job. I liked that he was leaning heavily on the run to kind of get things going and and uh and then just setting up a nice passing game. And then uh, obviously the thing that everybody's going to talk about and, and and rightfully so is it's amazing what a quarterback can do to an offense. And uh we knew going into this guys that we were going to have a situation with some young wide receivers and th- it's going to take some time but Gosh, it was nice to see Jane Greenhouse catch two. Uh, I don't think it surprised any of us that that he was in there and, and made some plays. Uh, but, you know, then you get uh, Jane Thomas playing well, Deion Colsey playing well, uh, Chris Tyree, I thought, uh, did some nice things in the passing game as well. And uh, that's what we wanted to see, guys. We wanted to see them get going in this passing game and, and yet still be able to run the football. The other thing I thought was impressive was, uh, you know, O-line. You've got... Essentially, two new starters. a yeah. Guard, you've got a, a center who's banged up a little bit with an ankle sprain, and uh, you're going against a team that was, you know, largely returning. You know, one of the better rush defenses in in the country, and they certainly did a good job against Notre Dame last year. Uh, I think it was what 88 yards or something like that, or 81 something. It was very low, and yeah. uh, you know, you got a whole bunch of. Brand new guys in there, plus a banged up guy, and I thought Notre Dame's offensive line really controlled the game, and and being able to do that. The other thing that stood out to me, Yama, was uh, I thought they they pass or the uh, the blitz pickup was pretty good with the running backs. Um, and then what was there one penalty the entire game? I think for Notre Dame, uh, the holding call was that it. That's it, I think. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, she can't. Right. Oh, you can't. You can't play any better than that, really. So. Uh, I mean, just an overall smashing success and, and uh it's just nice to see and and it's nice to see guys that you got a quarterback where this guy could win you a game. You know, it's been a while since Notre Dame has had a quarterback where this guy can take over a game and win it for you. And uh there were some clutch moments where he had to step up and, and make some throws and do some things and he he just did a great job. So uh overall i couldn't be more pleased i'm sure marcus freeman is pleased uh it looked like they got out of there with no injuries hopefully and uh so i mean man you don't want to talk about it couldn't have gone any better than than the way it did
2: yeah i, I mean it, I, I don't i don't think that um, you really could have scripted it much better um you know other than maybe you get a quicker stop and angeli gets a little bit more time in yeah. the fourth quarter That's about it. That's about it. But if that's what you're, um, that's what you're nitpicking about the game, then, I mean, I I don't even know, uh, you know, you can't, you can't really say there's there's much to complain about. Um, I I thought, I mean, just everything you saw from, uh, the offense. I mean, first of all, you got to remember that, uh, Navy returned a lot on defense. They they turned 10 of their top 13 tacklers. Um, you know they were expected to be pretty good. Like that wasn't like supposed to be a bad Navy defense. And Notre Dame couldn't do anything against them last year. They couldn't run on them, right? Like they, yeah, they got the big play against their their uh their pass defense, but they couldn't protect. They couldn't and they couldn't run the football in the second half. It was like a almost a 40% havoc rate for Navy in the second half. This game they were under under 10% in the entire game. And that's basically what Navy wants to do the whole time is they want to blitz and want the pressure. I thought Parker did a fantastic job with um, tempo just in terms of like keeping them off balance. So you they couldn't, they couldn't do all these games and stuff pre-snap because they, they didn't have to. And early on, I thought it set the tone that early on that very first drive, that third, third and long, and, you know, they're doing all kinds of games. The middle's right open. They run that draw to stemming you know, convert, right? Like that kind oh, of- you looked
1: right. at it and you were like, oh man, <laughs> I mean, you couldn't yeah. ask for a better, uh, you know, stack as far as what you're looking for to run the football there. It's like, wow, that was just wide open. I'm sorry to interrupt, Jamie.
2: No, and 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 I, I think it's just one of those things too where um, even like, it wasn't like there was obviously not a lot that, that went wrong in the game, but say even the play where, um, you know, Great House's second touchdown, you know, it's free rusher right there was probably a mistake there um that that happened on that play and Hartman avoids it calms down looks like you know maybe a young quarterback maybe that guy runs it and he would have had a first down easy Would have had big yards but great house wide open like not no one within 10 yards of him and just converting that and turning that into points and um Also didn't take
1: the check down there either. There was a check down there that was easy there. It's an easy throw too. And just keeping the eyes downfield is huge. Just
2: like the, I mean, obviously he had a ton of time all day. You have to give credit to the offensive line, but, and because they ran the ball so well, that kept them off balance too. But he he just was so mature, right. With in terms of like, is going through his progressions, um, knowing when to check it down, knowing when to get rid of the football, Um, Just all of those kind of things. Like even, even some of the plays too, where I I thought like, so um, estimate made that catch that ridiculous, like really nice catch on on like a four, four check down. And maybe you're like, okay, it's not a big deal. Like whatever. It's only, only four yards, but it's like guys make those plays because it's like you, you have like, there's like a confidence that comes from the quarterback and knowing that too. And just all those things together, people are just going to, like, I don't know how you come out of this game for the Notre Dame offense and don't just feel like, man, we got a guy. And you just feel great about where things are going.
1: That's where it is, Yama. That's the big thing about it. That's just going to build the confidence of the young wide receivers. I mean, gosh, I mean, Deion Colesley needed a day like today. He really Absolutely. did. I yeah. mean that's just going to build his confidence tremendously. And Jaden Greathouse walks into the game. He's always been a guy who's been confident, but I don't care who you are, you step on the field the first time, right? I mean, you're like, I think I belong, but I'm not sure I belong. And now he definitely knows he belongs and he can make plays. And and Jeremiah Love, you know, uh, Christian Gray was out there a lot for a true freshman, you know, playing out there. So just getting that that kind of experience, I think, is is just tremendous and and a confidence boost but guys you know the other thing that that i think we probably won't mention or too much or won't get discussed too much is there are a lot of offensive players in the 2024 2025 class that are wondering you know, what will Notre Dame's offense look like? And what would it look like if they had a good quarterback, right? And now they're starting to see, hey, wow, you know, this is something that could be pretty special. Maybe if I go there, I can help them get over the hump. And And I think that that's kind of hurt Notre Dame's offensive recruiting for a while has been the ability to show that, oh, you know, yeah, we, we can coach up a quarterback here and we can move the football and we will have quarterbacks who can get you the football. Oh, by the way, we're not abandoning the run. Uh, we played five running backs today and one was a true freshman. So, you know, we're not abandoning the run. And I just think it's a, a really good thing. Uh, what is, you know, what is, uh, come from all of this. And so, uh, it just couldn't have had a better, could not have had a better situation than what we've seen. So.
0: Yeah. and, 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 you know, Jamie and I, something that we talked about, you know, throughout kind of in the lead up and in and throughout the offseason is like what you want to see from the quarterback or not from the quarterback from the offense. And it was, you know, it wasn't a specific thing, it was just that efficiency and that just the execution level. And that was what impressed me the most today. And I'll just put up the banner because we're gonna talk about that. It's like what impressed what impressed you the most, like to me, it was it was their execution level with everything that they tried to do. You know, it, it's like, as soon as they came out on offense, it was they clearly had an edge pushing them up front. I mean, it was it was clear as day Notre Dame is going to dominate them up front from the very beginning. They had a good plan. There weren't busts there. Not to say that everyone was perfect, but they they, they were leaning on them, and that they, they were they were establishing the line of scrimmage on their own, and that was very impressive to me. Every time they got a third down, they knew what they were doing. You know, with the with the with the draw play that Jamie talked about slipping out, estimate they obviously had a plan for that. The pass plays that everyone you know Sam Hartman knew where to go with the ball. The the pass blocking was for the most part. Um, they did very well today, and that to me is what, what impressed me the most about what they did on offense, and I can't say enough about Jared Parker because, look, anyone can have a good game calling plays. Anybody can. The, the, some of, the, some of the, the offensive coordinators that we don't like, they can have a good game. Call, call, they can call a good game, but to get them ready to go, after, you know, this is his first, this is first off season, you know, as, as the person in charge, they were ready to go. They were crisp. They were not sloppy. It was not a sloppy, sloppy game execution wise. And, and I thought that that was what I was just like, it kept, it kept hitting me in the head. Like, man, they, they are really on it today. They, they really are on their game. They're ready to play. And, you know, for all of the talk that we heard about, about Marcus Freeman, and he, you know, it was a physical camp, a lot of competitiveness, going after the team, challenging them all the time, and for how many times we saw that the offense just got beat down by the defense, it there clearly was a method to that madness because they came out and they were ready to go. Um, I'll throw it to you, Mike. What, what impressed you the most about what Notre Dame did? Let's just start offensively. Look, what impressed you the most about what Notre Dame did offensively today?
1: Well, I mean, first of all, I think I just wanted to point out, I mean, what, what a long trip it's been from South Florida, you know, when they played the South Florida open yeah. and, and just the, 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 the com, complete complete uh, cluster that, that, that was, you know, they basically got to restart the game twice and still couldn't put it together. And I, it, I think that speaks to what you're talking about, Greg, it's just the execution and, just being crisp and, and being able to run plays and, you know, you don't have guys not lining up properly. I mean, that's something you're going to see all for the first three, four games across, you know, all of college football. It's just all the mental errors and, and to see that happen and and Notre Dame to play the way they did tells me that one this is a very uh, disciplined and smart team, and and a group that's bought into their coaches and and what they're trying to accomplish, and and good leadership too, and and uh, so, you know, offensively, just being able to do all the different things that they did, you know, uh, of course Hartman, you know, looks every bit as good as we had hoped, you know, Audric looks like he's going to have a great year. Uh, You know, I thought all the backs showed something good. Um, You know, we didn't see much of the tight ends. Uh, I thought we'd see a little bit more of that in this game, Um, especially because, uh, you know, we saw so much of their cover zero blitz last year. Uh, And, you know, the the middle of the field would have been wide open, but we didn't see that as much this time. So, uh, but, you know, overall, offensively, I think the offensive line, you got to give those guys a lot of credit. Joe Rudolph did a great job. Trying to get these guys together, and knowing that they're going to try and throw a lot of stuff at them because that's their only chance of success. So, you know, he had to get him prepared for like the whole kitchen sink being thrown at him. And uh, you know, so sometimes as a brand new player, that you get too many things in your mind and you can't keep everything straight. And I just think that uh, Joe Rudolph did a tremendous job with his offensive line today and and getting them focus to where they could handle everything that Navy was going to throw at him. What do you think Yama?
2: I thought the tight ends did a really good job blocking in in this game. Um, I thought uh, Mitchell Evans specifically was great at the point of attack. I know he had the one hold, but that was about it. You know, really that every, everything else, especially him and him and Joel work so well together. Like yeah. really, really well. I think like um, Hogan did a
1: good job in there too. For you know, he's smacking Rocko, some dudes, man. Rocco, yeah. You,
2: you can go and pick out plays where Blake is driving a guy six yards down. There's a lot to like from just the whole front. So I think that's the main thing is like, you know, I, I mean, uh somebody mentioned here that like this is the most athletic offensive line. I this is this isn't the most athletic offensive line Notre Dame's had, but they just played like efficient. And they played like controlled and just, they just dominated. Right. And that's what you're supposed to do against Navy. Right. And, but it's also too, because it's the game plan and what you're, what you're doing. And they just had a plan right away where they were like, okay, you know what, you're going to shoot all these gaps inside. Okay. We're going to pin and pull. We're going to pin and pull right away. First play pin and pull big, big, big game for, for uh, Audric, Right. Like that kind of thing, just they they were smart with it. With, with what they did in the running game. Um, and you know what? I, I just think there was so much to like with in terms of the young guys showing something too, because I thought Payne ran really well, like just hard. He ran hard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And like, like Audric, you, ex, you expect him to be like that. And he was, he's exactly as you expect. Right. But Payne just, just in terms of just like getting skinny, like being that kind of guy that you kind of expect him to be. And then, I mean, obviously, Price scoring on the very first carry that he, he gets—that uh, was fantastic to see for a guy.
0: It was. Had yes. that,
2: but Jeremiah Love, everybody just thinks he's a he's a speed guy. Like, no, this guy has vision. He has great feet, and he showed it too. And he showed he's his about confidence. that life. Yeah. He's, he's about that him. life. Yeah. That's what Dylan McCullough said. He lowered the shoulder, Jamie. And yeah. and you can even say like Devin Ford, who obviously didn't play that much, but you know, even him on that one drive where he gets a catch just on that play and just finishes it off. And, you know, everybody, you know, Chris Tyree's been everybody's whipping boy too. And man, he, he was great after the catch too. And all those guys were just, they just got and slipped and got enough after the catch. And there were so many times where you catch, you know, catch an eight yard out, you get it for 11, right. They were always moving the sticks and um they just look confident they just look to- totally confident and, and in control um <clears throat> I think really the only, yeah re- really I think the only one who really didn't like eat out there was Tobias Merweather really was yeah. like, the only guy who didn't eat uh, eat today and I think those are the kind of days that you're gonna have like that's something that Greg and I have talked about for, for a long time and, and you you with you and me as well Mike where I think that's what you're gonna see from Tobias is like up and down. Days right where
1: yeah feast or famine yeah, yeah
2: yeah but and you're and you're gonna look Hartman he's got a touch that was also pi on that
0: Hartman's like yeah. it was a Hart, pi but Hartman, Hartman was late and he knew he knew it was yes. late I mean because yes. the, the the on the game they they showed they zeroed in on Tobias the whole time you couldn't even see it and I and I'm screaming like he's got it. he's it's there it's there and I'm like where's the ball where's the ball where's the ball like <laughs> I know people want him to like jump up and reach around the guy I I understand that that's what people want but that's no that was no like no. that's a touchdown and the thing is is like when when they're spreading the ball around like they are i mean who like what was it four catches four catches led the team today you know like yeah. when you're doing that you don't get a ton of opportunities you know so like that's this that's his opportunity if he catches yeah. that no one is if anything, that's a better throw. Yeah. No one's talking about it.
2: Exactly, yeah, that's true. Um, and sorry, you, you would like to this see this him
1: ha- have, you know, two or three opportunities, but he just didn't even get any opportunities. Well, he dropped the one ball on he that screen. The one ball yeah, 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 yeah. On the that, screen, yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But I, I wanted to mention too because one other thing with Parker, this is another thing that I think you know you it probably gets overlooked in the game. But Rayon Lane, I mean, the guy was just getting yeah. cooked the whole game, and he got cooked last year. So. And he got cooked the whole entire, not just against Notre Dame, against everybody. So they were like, yeah, we're going after this guy. And guess what? It worked. The guy was like a PI machine. And then he got like beat bad on the the great house play too, right? He, he's not a good covered safety. So like go after him. Great job by Parker there. And obviously it's nice to see that they, they got him with everybody. You know what I mean? Like everyone they put in the slot there. So those guys were, were going to kind of eat in the game and they did.
0: Yep. I agree. Um, what, were there any concerns? What concerned you on offense Jamie? Let's, let's talk about that. Was there I mean, anything that you felt like, oh, this is, I don't like, I, I, I monitoring,
2: let's say monitoring. I no, no, not really. Like, it's just was one of those games where, I mean, they scored on the, on the first five drives. They scored the on game. the first five drives. Right. I mean, they had the one drive where they had the best field position, but I mean, or, I mean. I, it's not offense because it's technically special. I guess Schrader missed the field goal. like, yeah. But he also was great on kickoffs, you know, yeah. the crap out of the ball in the kickoff. So, I, I mean, there was there wasn't anything there that made me, like, and I know it's Navy, right? Like, so chill, like people shouldn't get too, too excited. But that's what you're supposed to do against Navy. And they did exactly what they're supposed to do. So I can't really say that I came out of that game where I'm like, Man, uh, th- this is a concern because for all we know, Holden stays. So people might say, Well, Holden stays. I th- you know, people were raving about we it. Get- yeah. For all we know, Holden stays might be like the man three games from now, right? Like yeah. things can just change and it, it'll depend on game plan or whatever, right? So um I don't really think that there was anything in this game. It, like there were six of eight on, went before garbage time. They were six of eight on third down and like mm-hmm. some of those were like third and a lot like a decent amount of them are third and long, right? So um there just really is isn't, isn't anything you can kind of pick out on offense um that I think that was like worth picking out.
1: Anybody uh, check on Matt by the way did anybody check, check on, Matt? on Matt? Yeah well you know because they they did use a lot of two tight ends I, I just they did a lot
0: of tight ends. Um uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he's he's always he, he doesn't he doesn't like it they threw nine different wide receivers
1: mike. yeah i know i know and, I just and, and none of them were yeah they ran a
0: fair amount of a lot um uh, mike did yeah. you have anything you know yeah, mike, i didn't really they, see anything they a lot of uh they had some 10 too yeah yeah i didn't see ahead, anything
1: that was really that concerning to me by any any stretch of the imagination uh you know um, I think it just, there's so much for Notre Dame to work on. You know, at, at points, I was sitting there, uh, like the short field you were talking about, Yama. I think they were like the 38 or something like that. And I said, I, I just would love to see Notre Dame just pound the ball straight in, all runs straight into the end zone, because you're going to need to be able to do that, right? Uh, but then you also are trying to work on your red zone game, too. So you, you know, you have to there's just too many things you have to work on. And so, you know, I would have loved to see Notre Dame just pound the ball in there and, and get that experience with Morocco and, and Pat Coogan and saying, okay, well, you know, we're just, you know, we're going to impose our will on this team right now. Uh, and, and, you know, that was would have been the knockout punch that you were looking for. Uh, but I get why, you know, there was some obvious opportunities there in the passing game and, and you want to get, more efficient down in the red zone and you're not gonna just be able to pound everybody. So you, you got some young receivers and you got to get them going. So that was really the only thing that I thought offensively. I was like, you know, I kind of would have liked to seen something different. But I totally understand why he went with some of the throws and the things that he did there as well. So uh but you know we'll see. But offensively I thought everything was great. It really was.
0: Yeah for me the only thing that is still monitoring is you have a long play of 35 yards to great house long run of 21 yards with jeremiah love they do need to be explosive we didn't see it and you could have had it with the tobias one a little i mean i don't know how long that was but you could have had something like that where they get over the top but even then it wasn't a straight like that was you know they ran play action they got fooled he he got behind the defense because the safeties were coming up but that's something to monitor you know they do we've said it a hundred times, they do need to be explosive. Okay. That, that, that needs to be in there. Obviously, you you know, you see, I think, I think it's, you, you kind of assume it because of what you see out of Jeremiah love and what you see the possibilities of Chris Tyree, you know? So it's not that I'm concerned that they can't do it, but it just, it needs to happen. And I realize I'm that's, it's being pretty nitpicky. (laughs) <laughs> like, you, like, I mean, well, we they scored touchdowns in their first five drives, you know, yeah, and they exactly, didn't yeah. have I mean, it could, you know, and it's like, obviously, you get into the third quarter, and it's like 35 nothing. And, you, you know, that I don't want to say they took their foot off the gas. But like, I, I feel like Parker at that 35 nothing when they when they, they went to kick the field goal, and they didn't make it. Like, I feel like that play calling was just kind of like, hey, let me try some stuff. You know, because you don't know, yeah. obviously you didn't need it at that point. Yeah. yeah. Um we can switch. We can switch over to the defense now. Um, let's see. Just just some numbers for uh, Navy here. Uh, obviously, a very good performance from the defense. 169 total yards for Navy. Uh, 126 net rushing yards on 48 rushing attempts. That's 2.6 yards per rush. Um, obviously, you will take that every single time. It, Jamie noted uh, in the in the beginning of the game there was you know Navy had had was doing a pretty good job moving the ball, a lot of different formations. Uh, you, you noted in a, in a tweet that it just – maybe the passing game just wasn't ready yet. And that was kind of what we talked about too. it's just like a new offense. You want to do these, these kind of new things and add these new wrinkles. And you got multiple quarterbacks taking reps. Maybe it's just not ready for an opponent like Notre Dame. Uh, but on the whole, obviously, you will take uh, what Notre Dame uh, put out there. Uh, Jack Kaiser, eight total tackles. Maris Leofal, seven total tackles. Uh, Xavier Watts, four. John Baptiste with four. Howard Cross, four. Patelho Ho, three. Uh, Bertrand, three. I'm just kind of going down the numbers there. So um, what stood out to you? I'll go, I'll go to Mike first. What stood out to you defensively um, in, 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 a, in a positive way here? Obviously, you hold the, any opponent to three points. There's going to be a lot to uh, talk about there.
1: There was, uh, you know, I think for the most part they tackled well. Uh, I think there was a few uh, missed tackles there. Some of it's probably, you know, not the best turf to be running on. And, and you know, so it's yeah. been beaten down with water and things like that. So you have to give some of, uh, you know, a little bit of a, a break there. But uh, I, I think tackling could have been a bit better. At first I was, you know, I, I like playing the the option very aggressively and I think that uh, you know they were a little bit passive at at the beginnings certainly and uh, that's there's always the feeling out period you know you're you're trying to figure out what their game plan is and what they're successful with and then you make your adjustments you don't want to go completely crazy at at the beginning uh, but you know other than that, I, I I thought it was really really good. I thought the defensive line did a pretty solid job of you know engaging and, and clogging things up. Um, you know I thought they they had a little bit of success up up the middle with their fullback uh, for for a bit there, and then they kind of shut that down a little bit. Uh, the other thing there wasn't a lot of stuff out in the perimeter. They just really didn't get much at all out on the perimeter, and that's where they've been you know hit before. Uh, and so you know I just. Overall, I thought it was a good good performance defensively.
2: Go for it, Jamie. Just like zero explosives, right? They had the one <clears throat> the one pass play. You know, Harper kind of got caught looking, like he he thought mm-hmm. that, you know, maybe he was gonna a lot of he was gonna maybe rush there. He got caught kind of looking in the backfield. Um, and that was it, right? Like that, that was the only explosive they had over the whole, the yeah. entire game, right? So I mean, anytime you go into a game like that, you give up no explosives. I mean, you hold Navy to whatever, 2.6 yards per carry or whatever it is. Like, I mean, you can take that any day. And really, I just think that it's so funny because you never know because what's camp talk and what is real or not. But, you know, they kept talking, man, we're so excited about all these changes to the offense. And they did. It, it's not the exact same, right? They're not totally running like, because that was the one thing because there was like, Navy it was like the flex bone, but then it was like there's like little wrinkles within that, right? It's like, okay, well, now we're gonna run midline and now we're gonna do this. And there's just like, okay, now we're gonna do inverted veer here, like all these little things that kind of it all looks the same, but it's not right. And mm-hmm. now this is their thing where they 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 came out on that first series, yeah. Like I said, it was scripted, it was scripted. So they had this great script to begin, and they come out and it's like you know, T formation, the 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 Full house backfield, and it's like, okay, then they're doing this, and then they were like out wide, and they're spread out here with they got twins out wide. And so, and so you're seeing all this, and as Notre Dame, like maybe you prepared for it, but maybe not, you know, like you might not have seen it all. So, there was a lot of that kind of going on in that first drive, and then all it really took was. I can't I, I think it wasn't a tackle for loss, but it was like a stuff. Like Patello got that stuff. Yeah. And it was like as soon as they got off schedule, it was over. Yeah. Right. And that was the thing. There wasn't like a ton of havoc for, for Notre Dame in the game, but it was all like timely. And as soon as that happened, Navy just couldn't they they have nothing. And that that's the one thing. They don't have um they don't have explosive slot backs. So they can't if so that's why too, like they're playing those two fullbacks but it's like, those guys are hard runners. I total yeah. respect for Fofana and um, yeah. is, man. He's a yeah. badass. ass. I mean, that guy's tough, tough, tough kid, five, eight, um, only
1: 200 pounds. Yeah. And he runs like he's two forty. You yeah.
2: know, But you know, you're running a stretch play with him. I mean, if that's like a different guy, that guy should be able to outrun JD Bertrand to the edge. And yeah. he couldn't, you know, like, so that's the kind of the difference. They don't have speed. They don't have enough speed there. Um, And the guys that that, were supposed to be their speed guys, I mean, they never got the ball to those guys at all. Right. So, um, and and none of this kind of the, the passing game stuff, like they're just, they're just obviously not there. Like it's, it's probably going to be a pretty rough year for them to be honest. Like they just are going to be kind of in between schemes of of what they kind of want to do and what they have to do. Cause I just don't see them having, um, the explosiveness, uh, there and, I, I think just overall, like, um, you know, the, yeah, there's some missed tackles here and there. You you want to you want to see them kind of clean up, like Notre Dame clean up some of the the things that they did. But I mean, Maris LeFevre played fantastic. You know, one of his he, better games in my one opinion. of his better games in like yeah. in and you could say, oh yeah, it's Navy. Well, I mean, he looked lost against Navy last year. He was not like a a factor in that game, right? And here he was all over it. Like, everything, right? And um, just, just that. And nice to see them, like, you know, b- get a big hit, pop the ball out early. I know they didn't recover. But, like, also, Navy got kind of lucky in the game. They had three fumbles. They recovered them all. Like, yeah. well, it well, Well, have yeah. yeah, been. Okay. Well. <laughs> yeah.
1: we'll see allegedly,
2: yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, they recovered all of them. But, you know, so they, they never lost the ball. So, yeah. um, you know, according to the refs. But it, so – there were like things in this game too that could have been like um it could have went way worse for, for Navy really. And and they really only had the one bad, terrible luck play where they um they snapped it there backwards or whatever that went for whatever. But that just showed they were already in a position where they were, they just were never in, in a good position the whole time. They never got into a rhythm. They they could not get into a rhythm. It's because they never had a, They never had a a time where they got a 20 yard run and they could run up to the line. And then all of a sudden Notre Dame scrambling and, and whatever. And even on the drive where they had that one kind of long drive, it was like 14 plays, you know, they got in the red zone, you know, missed the field goal. Right. Even that was like the reason that it had success is because that was the first uh, series for the second team, like defensive line. So it was like, those guys are coming in and it's like, oh, they got to get used to like the level of play and all that and the speed and everything. So that was just like an adjustment there for, for, for Notre Dame. And then it, by the end of the game, obviously those guys had stepped up and it was like you saw guys like Anya, Rubio, Burnham, right? Like, you know, backup guys, JJB had a, had a nice game. Um I mean, you could, I mean, the starters played well, The the starters up front play, play, played yeah. well for mm-hmm. sure. Cross was really good in this game. He was very, very good. um And just like overall, like I wouldn't even say like, n- no one had to be unbelievable in yeah. this game. No one had to be the Greer Martini making, you know, 400 tackles or whatever. It was just like a solid team defense. And now guess what? That's not even what Notre Dame's like. The best status is play option. They, like Notre Dame's got legit corners. I think they're gonna have a really good pass rush. Like I'm excited for them to play a real offense and yeah. then just see yeah. what the defense looks like from here.
0: I think I'm, I think it matters. Um, and I'll, just one second, Mike, but yeah. I so every position group was rotating in and out whether it was the safeties or the corners or the D line with the exception of the linebackers. Yeah. And I, and I, I want to kind of highlight that because they had to have a good game. They had to, that's how you get, I mean, they had, they were very important to the, the scheme of the defense and they, they had to be solid. I mean, that's how you can get behind things with Navy Maris was unbelievable, not just his numbers, but every time he arrived, it was with extreme force and that tells me that's a guy who's playing with with complete confidence. Cause he's coming and he knows where he's supposed to be. Like you talk about playing fast and you talk about playing with you know with confidence and playing, you know, the game slows down a little bit. Like every single time he's there, he's just making a huge hit. And and I thought Jack Kaiser, you know, he had a like a one bad moment where he was supposed to. You know, he was trying to strip the ball and he got let go of yeah. the running back and got like three or four y- more yards. But beyond that, I thought yeah. he was solid. I thought, but I thought Bertrand had a couple like st- stuff like uh shaky moments in the hole or whatever. But on, on the main, like he was he was fine. So I thought those three guys, like they they barely came out and I thought they played a really good role. Um, what were you going to say there, Mike?
1: Well, uh, you were mentioning the the linebackers and everything, and that, I, that's kind of where I, I was at as well. The one thing they uh, I didn't like, I guess, was and I understand why. I mean, you know, they they struggled early last year trying to get turnovers. But it's like, look, Jack Kaiser, you know, you, you don't want to strip that ball until you have somebody else there. You know what I yeah. mean? because then if you don't get the ball, then this guy's running for another four or five yards. And that happened a, a number of times in, in today. And I understand why they, they want to make turnovers. And, and, you know, if you get Navy to turn the ball over even once, they're pretty much dead. So I totally understand why they were doing that. But uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is I really want to see Yama wearing that straw hat back there behind it. Oh, I, yeah. I, I, well, i just, well, I don't, I mean, look, what do you think, Greg? Don't you think Yama look pretty good in that? <laughs> I mean, it's just got, we got to get it at least once. By gay, exactly. I mean, come on, Yama.
2: That's that's my wife's. Uh, you know, because she's out there for with the beach volleyball. Uh, oh, she's out there all the time. So she's got to wear the the hat out there, whatever, right? For well, to, I think for
1: you'd for look great in it, man. I yeah. think yeah. I think hey, hey, sure I can look. pull it off. I know. I, well, yeah, I, I, I could pull you, it off. I'm sure. I, I think, think you'd look fantastic yeah. in it, anyway. <laughs> 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 all right, sorry to interrupt.
0: Yeah. No, it's good. Um, Jamie. There were a couple moments that I want to highlight. Every time, maybe, and part of the reason, another part of the reason why they didn't want to pass is they didn't want to get their quarterback just to completely annihilated. Oh, the yeah. the, the first couple of times they drop back, Josh Burnham, who is our guy, apparently, he, he comes in and just great move on the tackle. And then the next time they come around, Jordan Batelho again, just the, the, he is just a good pass rusher. You know, yeah. he just he just knows how to get by the tackle. And he came in and, and that, that was another deep throw where, you know, the ball's severely underthrown because he's got to get rid of it because he's going to get crushed. And it's just it seemed like every time they went b- back to pass, there was some player doing some pass rush move that was like they're coming, you know. And so I just thought that was a big key. Um Tell us about the uh, – because I know it's exciting for you to talk about giving your D-line chops. Tell me about uh, those guys, and, uh, Burnham and Batello specifically, and, and those those how they flashed there. Yeah,
2: I, I would say, too, I think that's kind of stuff that I almost expect from those guys, but I thought it was really kind of how they played, like kind of playing against the run and, and handling that, like – there yeah, Botello lo-
1: didn't do too many dumb things, you know. No. That's the reason they wouldn't put him in there because yeah. they were afraid he was going to do dumb things. But he played very disciplined, I thought.
2: I'm um, sorry. There's, there's, there was one play where, like, Botello didn't get a good get off, and he got, you know, but then the next play, he just destroyed his guy, right? But that's the thing is that, like, he's got that in him and he has that kind of mentality. Um, So I just think, like, Obviously, you're going to get – anytime they go back to pass, those guys aren't, are like, made for that. So, you know, Notre Dame is going to – like, all those guys got pressure because they should get pressure, right, when when those things. So I don't want to, like, hype those guys up too much for that kind of thing. But I think just overall, especially as the game went on, because usually when that's Navy is, like, usually you just get t- – you're, you're tired of playing the cup block, yeah. you're tired of playing this, and they kind of wear you down a little bit. And that's not kind of what um it, you know that that's not what happened in the game. Like Notre Dame's defensive line, like they like Navy's own line was like defeated by the end of the game, right? And those were like all, you know, it's it was four starters coming back there from them, right? So that was supposed to be like the strength of their offense. So mm-hmm. um yeah, like and really like you can even if you look at it and you could say the 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 fullbacks. You know, had good, like their numbers were pretty good, right? Like, w- but a lot of times they didn't give to the fullbacks because they took it away too, right? So, and be what Notre Dame did there is because, and that's a lot of that is what you what they did up front, right? Um, and also to not to make this a total Marist love fest too, but him going with the quarterback on that throwback, that was, I mean, I know it was the end. It wouldn't have mattered, whatever. They were killing him anyways. But that's just like a really heads up play yeah. to do that, and like obviously Mills end up getting a sack on it. But you know, just those kind of plays too, um, where you're just like, man, he he was just really on it. Or like, you know, right before that, uh, you know, uh, on that shovel pass, boom, he's smacking it right in the hole. Like, just I I couldn't say enough good things about how Maris played in this game.
0: And you could say, you know, it doesn't matter, but it could not matter having not made the play. You know what I mean? Like that that's the thing. Like he had an opportunity to make a play and he did. And I think that's just like indicative again, of just someone who, who understands what he's supposed to do and is completely comfortable and confident in what he's doing out there. I think his performance really bodes well for what we could see from him for the rest of the year. Um, I want to highlight the uh, freshman and underclassmen in this game. Um, I'm just going to put this up here. Uh, I thought I'm obviously Jaden Greathouse. He just knows how to get open. He knows how to catch the ball. He knows uh, where to find zones. He's just a very good wide receiver. Yeah. I don't know what he's going to be in life as far as how, <clears throat> what his NFL prospects are. He's going to be a great college wide receiver. He just knows how to play the game. Uh, rico flores got out there as well uh kind of a kind of a similar type game to Tobias, where he's out there um not a lot came his way but he's obviously in the rotation there jeremiah love you know it's been said about the ricky waters thing i'll be darned if he doesn't run just like ricky waters and it does it's, yeah. it's, it's kind of crazy uh, how that's true uh, you know what they had an opportunity He has
1: that kind of ability and so he do, and you know
0: yeah. he he he, he Ran it inside. He had his oh, head yeah. down and he was breaking tackles. So, um, obviously, that was very good. Christian Gray got in the game there. Um, they had him in, in a bunch at corner. My dad actually texted me from the stands. Where's Ben Morrison? He wanted to. He wanted to see Ben Morrison. I said they don't want Ben Morrison out there against this team. They need him. They need him for other games against Ohio State. But Christian Gray's out there. Uh, obviously, Josh Burnham made a play. This is a redshirt freshman. Uh, so there was a lot of guys. Jabron Payne again. Like he. People, he didn't play last year. He was hurt. He, redshirt freshman. I thought he ran hard. Like Jamie said, Looked good. Uh, Holden stays. Got a ton of snaps there, Jamie. So um, you were talking about the, you know, you wrote extensively about the freshman and underclassmen uh, in the offseason. W- what what impressed you there, Jamie? There was a lot going on.
2: I mean, all those guys you mentioned for sure. Um, I, I think if I had to pick, you know, just a few out of there, I would say, I mean, love. I mean, real really stood out. Love and Great House. I think it's just those are just obvious choices. Um, but Jade and Mickey for, for me, too, just nice to how he really good yeah. tackling. Like, just yeah. I mean,
1: you just couldn't yeah. draw it up better than that. I mean, perfect. <laughs> it's just like Absol- brilliant tackling,
2: yeah. Yeah, clinic clinic tape. I love to yeah. see it. Um, and also too, just make you think you're like, get this, like you just want to see more of them when you see some oh, yeah. stuff like that, right? And um and obviously like you know burnham uh getting get that sack as, as well it's always good to see you know i saw someone in the comments mention you know Jalen Snead. I, I i don't think he got in there but this isn't
1: he was in this there. is
2: was he in there okay yeah
1: he was in there uh the, the, one of the last drives yeah oh, he was in late. The, yeah okay. yeah um, he was in not there late. Really,
0: not really a Jalen Snead game though this yeah, isn't a, yeah i was gonna say yeah. it's not his it's not his
2: kind of game yeah and,
1: I was surprised is, to see him in there to be honest, you know, because it's not his type of game, but
2: yeah. So you're not going to see him when, when Notre Dame is playing run heavy teams this year. He is not going to be a big factor. Maybe later in the year he can get to that, but it, it just, when you watched him, you know, in, in camp, he is someone who is not like, he's a great athlete, man. Fantastic athlete. Absolutely. Just Flies to the football. All these things He'd love, all the traits and all that kind of stuff. But he is not there yet in terms of like defeating blocks, getting off of blocks, recognizing run game stuff. He's just not there yet. Or in coverage, but, you know. He yeah, but he's not as, good in coverage. In as a sub package guy who's going to attack. Yes, he is going to flash big time, and that is where you're going to see him on third downs going forward. He, he is going to be a factor. So like, don't worry. Like this wasn't a sneed game. That's or I, someone mentioned Tyson Ford there too. Tyson Ford. I, I think he's out of the mix right now. He's, he's not in the rotation. Um, And, and to be honest, like, I think he's kind of far away because where they're at right now is, you know, they have Nana and JJB there at, at, at that spot. Cause he kind of moved outside and he's not going to play over what they have inside. And then even the next guy is, if, you know, they listed Burnham. On Heinesh, was the Heinesh
1: was and in Heinesh there. Heinesh
2: got in there too. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. So I, I think he's, you know, he, he's out of the mix. He's got, he, he needs some stuff to work on. And to be honest, he didn't really show much in, in camp. Like he just didn't really flash in a way. Um, I didn't see it either. No. So, um and it's not to say that he, he won't get his number called because guys progress during the season. Right. And sometimes you just need that kind of motivation to do it. Right. And all of a sudden you're going out there and you're, you know, kicking butt in as on scout team or whatever, and then you're moving up and getting a chance. Right. So um, we'll, we'll see where he's at, but he's kind of out of there right now, but like, it's not like they, they don't have enough young guys that are doing it. There's like, you know, I, there's a ton of guys that are, are already good players, like guys who, who are clearly obviously going to help. They helped in this game and they're going to help Notre Dame win games this year. And these guys are just getting started. Right. Which is why, too, like you're just excited about kind of like the future of where things are going with Notre Dame, because these guys aren't close to as good as they're going to get.
0: Yeah. Um, Let's move on to some coverage referee takes. Um, NBC, you know, I thought I I, I like the pregame on peacock i thought that was good i i it was a, it was a fun time talking about it they, they really showed a lot of the, you know a lot of the field and, and this whole scene and everything and i thought that was good um i think the the fact that they're playing navy and the the, the running clock and the lack of commercials there i thought that helped out jason garrett is a disaster he's terrible were you were, were you able to listen jamie
2: I mean, I don't really pay attention too much to to Jason Garrett during the game. I don't think he's very good. Um, He's
0: awful. He, you know, like cheering. Like he, during the play, Navy is throwing the ball and he's cheering. Like he's got him. He's got him. Like what? You can't like don't please don't do that. If if anyone don't ever do did it, either way, Dame, yeah. Yeah. if anyone ever did it for Notre Dame, you'd call him a Homer. And he's doing and, and this is the thing about playing Navy. And it's funny because they they talk about these players like, like it's like they're uh like they're there are nations military like leaders, right? Like they are going to like they, you know, they're going in the military, right? Like they are going to go possibly into battle and these are these are players that like learn to be accountable and disciplined and everything they talk about them like anything they do is just the most amazing thing oh they they're trying hard like what's this stuff about just constantly giving oh, their credit getting, I mean they're for trying wolves. hard
2: that's why they're doing it but that's
0: you don't give so what they they try it's like 21 nothing and it's like it's like all oh, but they're never gonna quit because these guys they don't quit. It's like congratulations. Like, you don't have to treat them like this. Like it's a football game. Call the football game. Jason Garrett. I thought Noah Eagle was fine for the most part. He was good. He was good. I thought he I thought he was pretty good. Yeah. Um Mike, did you have any comment on any any of this? We can nah,
1: get to the referees you know they just the they are they are what they are, you know. Um you know, it was interesting, I think. The NBC thing when I, when the game was starting, I was just like, Man, this has got to be the worst picture I think I've ever seen. I mean, this we're are we going back to 1970 here on the uh, the, you know, the actual uh picture of, of the game? I, I thought yeah. it was really bad. It's like, you know, what is what, what is going on here? But it did get better and everything, but um, you know, I don't know, I I don't know, I I tend to just not really pay much attention to them. I, I'm I'm you know, I got my little list of of people that I'm, I'm focusing on and, and uh, you know, somebody to, I'm, I'm looking for somebody to blame about something for sure. Yeah. And so that, that usually preoccupies my, my mind <laughs> enough. And then, and then, you know, what I'm going to say to anger, Jamie, you know, I yeah. got to say something, at least one or two, uh, t- you know, I didn't you, really you get could, anything you could do
2: it. There was nothing know, today. Was just nothing was, nothing Notre Dame didn't did give you yeah. any ammunition today. I well, we should say,
0: we should say the leader in the clubhouse for the the player that yeah. gets Mike's ire is uh, DJ Brown. He missed yeah. he missed the tackle on I think it was third down, which would have you know yeah. they, they might have gone for it. I don't know. We we I don't see. think so. Not I from there. This yeah. Navy coach. He would have made an, that tackle. There's no an way. embarrassment. This yeah. navy coach. That's awful. Kicking the field goal when he did that is awful. You you have to score a touchdown there. You have to, because then you get the ball to start second half. Kicking a field goal is the worst thing you can do. That is,
1: as as Navy, it, yes. How Certainly do you
0: ex, how do you explain it? You yeah. cannot accept that was so bad. I can't. Yeah. I your first game as the coach, and this is how you show them. This is how you're going to call it. I hated that. That was so bad. As far as the referees, it, it, an abomination. They they were not good. They, it was it was the 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 calling back the pi
2: on tobias it's
0: what was PI. that
2: he's early you threw the flag also yeah. like who came in to say that wasn't yeah because obviously it wasn't that guy who did it there was someone who came in no it wasn't yeah how about they just showed it on the big screen and it yeah, was yeah, yeah like, exactly. that was horrible
1: it was that a little was early. It was a little early. I mean, you know, Notre Dame's going to get away with that now and again, too. Oh, for sure.
2: If he didn't don't throw, throw the
1: flag. It's the flag. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's, that's a one that you flag, don't pick up. It. Yeah. But you to pick, pick it up,
0: it's got to be the obvious. Thing, yeah, yeah the, no, the, I agree. The, the fumble recovery yeah. by uh, Kaiser, that can go either way. We're not sure. getting a really good view of it. That's. It's just like you're upset about the other call. The fumble recovery by Bertrand. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah, you
1: never get that. How 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 could you even see? You know what I mean? How <laughs> could you even see who had the ball?
2: I always you know, think so you got
1: to go it. with whoever comes out with it, you know, don't you? There was just
2: no way I know I know what Jamie's going to say. Say it, Jamie. I always think it's just at that time of the game, they're just You You're like, reffing. Navy. you feel bad for You're, them. It's yes, a pity call. They're refing cuz it's it's a pity call. It's a pity call. They're doing it to give Navy a break. And that is I whatever. I I would use strong language. That's a joke, but uh, it's our just, nation's heroes don't need that. Yeah,
0: yeah. Don't patronize. That, that's right. No, and we, I don't no. mean you. I mean the the
2: referees. Don't patronize. I think we would have seen
1: had had Coach Yama been on the sideline and that <laughs> happened. I think boom. That's what we would have <laughs> seen.
2: Oh, there was also that flinch on, um, you know, uh, yeah, was on the down, fourth down, right? down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it was, it. Yeah, it was obvious. Yeah, totally. Yes. So I mean, there was. I mean. I don't. I'm. I don't think I. I didn't notice anything egregious. Like Notre Dame did something, and they should have called it, or something like that, right? Because you know, there's usually something like that where, like, oh man, you really saw like Hart grab the guy's arm, and and they did call PI or something. But I, I didn't see that in, in this game. It just seemed to be all they because they were getting dominated. They were getting dominated, so they had bad stuff happen to them, and they just they kind of, they gave him the breaks, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't want to say I feel bad for Newberry because he's, he's a new coach and it's like, I mean, this is part of the life, right. That you're, you're taking over. And it wasn't like he took over a team, especially offensively. Like it's going to be a rough go offensively for them. Um, but like kicking that field goal at the end of the game is just, Oh my gosh. Like just brutal. Just, just brutal. Um, and, and then I think too that um that defense they really missed. John Marshall was like the dude for them last yeah, year. Yeah, like they don't have a dude, they don't have they don't have that guy, right? And they had a linebacker before that that um uh Fajot, right? Uh, oh. Diego Fajot. Like he, Fajot, he was yeah. a yeah, he was a stud. Um but they don't, but they were like borderline NFL guys, like either like great college players, borderline NFL guys, and they don't have that. They don't have that on their team right now, and they're bad in the secondary too. Um, so I think it's it's going to be a bit of a long haul um, for them, which I guess is good for Notre Dame, obviously, because they have to play them every year. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think it's going to be like it's going to be quite a rebuild.
0: There. Yeah. I mean, we said before, like, it was really not a good time for Navy to play Notre Dame. Like, it was a very bad matchup for them. So, you know, Notre Dame, better team came out. The coaches co- took care of business. You know, yeah. they needed Notre Dame to be sloppy and unprepared and not ready to go. And it was the opposite. It just, it wasn't going to happen for them. If Notre Dame can come out and put together that kind of performance on both sides of the ball, it just, it wasn't going to be their night and it, and it wasn't. So, um, you know, hopefully they can turn that around. Uh, Offensive player of the game. uh, Mike, Mike Frank, let's hear it.
1: Uh, It's gotta be Sam Hartman. I mean, I don't know. I I thought that there were a lot of guys who played well, but it's certainly gotta be Sam Hartman.
2: Jamie. I mean, yeah. Hartman. I was going to say Rocco just for fun, but uh, no. I'm going to say the guards. <laughs> I'm going to
0: say the guards. I mean, they there
2: you were, They were great. There they you were go. Great. I'm
0: going to well, say the guards. Play as well, first, they did. Yeah. First college start for both of them. Sam Hartman, this is his 90th start. Minus. And so I, I just think they came out. They, they controlled the line of scrimmage right away. They were moving people. That's why you have those guys. They can move people. Jamie, you put it. Uh, uh, Coogan you know he's a mauler he wants to he wants to be he wants to be physical and that sort of thing and he was i think that they needed to they needed to look good you know yeah. cuz to me and and, and i and I, it's not like i disagree like sam hartman was great in this game it's not like he wasn't but to me this was a bigger a bigger day for the offensive line and those guards because sam hartman can look good with the guards not looking good that he can still perform, but it it bodes bigger for the season if those two guys can come out and look the way that they did. Um, so I'll give it to them. I, I, I I'm, I'm give them them credit. We had a lot of questions, and, and the questions that I had about continuity and stuff. I mean, Joe Rudolph had those guys ready to go. So he did good for
2: him. Absolutely. Uh, defensive player of the game, Jamie. Who you got? Um, Maris I to me was okay. he was the guy, pretty much from that from that point on when he forced that fumble, like, it was like, he could, I think he almost like needed that to kind of like, okay, yes. Like I, I had that, he had that confidence and he was just all over it. He played, he played really, really well. I mean, obviously it's, it's the same kind of thing you could pick a bunch of people, but he, he was it for me.
1: I'd say same for me.
2: Yeah. I, I have
0: to agree. Um I thought he played with the most conviction um i could have gone with i could have gone with uh jack Kaiser. um he played really well in this game and uh so yeah that's uh that's where i'm gonna go there uh any final thoughts boys before we uh before we get going
1: no uh i just want to say uh i'm not sure how much i'll be able to be on the postgame show this year uh matt asked me to help him out with some of the uh marcus freeman transcripts because he gets so tied up and uh you know he's got so much to do with the video and all the other stuff so uh i'll probably be doing a lot of the transcripts you know uh, immediately afterwards so uh you know i i'm sure i won't be missed too much you guys do a hell of a job here so uh but when i can i'm gonna definitely get on and and you know maybe if if you know at some point if you guys feel so inclined I you know may even come on a hit and hustle now and again
0: that would Let's cool. go. Yeah. Let's go. So, we might get Mike yeah. on a show. You know what Mike I'm going to try to get you on a on a show like on an off day and we're, I want to do some yeah. national talk. I want to Yeah, some sure. National- absolutely i I think that would be fun we can we can mix it up with that yeah i try not to
1: step on you two's toes you know because you guys do a great product here and sometimes when you have three people especially somebody like like a blowhard like me you know that just tends to ramble on after a while you know it just it it can kind of ruin the uh chemistry between two people and so i'm not saying that i'm doing that but uh you know you just never know so
2: uh, Greg, any Greg stole your rant rant today, Mike, when he went <laughs> off on Jason Garrett. Um, <laughs> that's, I just sucks, didn't have man. anything
1: to rant about.
2: I, I mean, there's just nothing to rant about. No, around. there it's isn't. A, no, no, there's not. There, there
1: really isn't. wasn't. Yeah. it was been, yeah, I mean, that's gosh. The thing. Hey, let's give credit to Marcus Freeman. I mean, this is not an easy thing for for a coach to come over here and do this. Now, the real test is going to be coming back from this and playing the next game, and do you show up and play just as well the next game? But when you talk about just the whole magnitude of doing this and then going out and putting on a performance like they did, and it wasn't just that they played well; they played disciplined and not stupid. And and uh, man, this was a very good head coaching job by Marcus Freeman. And uh, we got to hope that he can take that into the next week and and get him ready for the next week because you know we've seen like the Marshall game and things like that. We don't want to see that again. So uh, we got to hope that they come back strong. But Marcus Freeman, hey, you know, thumbs up. Very very good job. I thought.
2: Uh, yeah. Anything from you, Jamie? Yeah, just I will just kind of uh, piggyback on Mike there and just say that probably uh, not enough credit will go to Marcus Freeman here yeah. because, you know, obviously players play great, coordinators did a great job, everybody's went all that. But when all that's going on, I mean, the head guy get should get the credit too. Yeah. And they absolutely took care of business especially considering what happened last year. Like it was a very similar situation last year in terms of where they were at halftime, did not see a letdown. Notre Dame actually dominated more after uh, halftime in, in, in certain respect, especially on on defense. Um, and just came out and I, I thought you can go all the way back to, I thought it was a really good camp for Notre Dame. And there's a reason why that, that so many of us were just very high on what we saw from, from Notre Dame. Um, And just, I think he did a good job of managing um, not getting guys hurt. Guys came into this game healthy and I mean, it showed, it it, it really, really showed. So, um, you know, kudos to Marcus Freeman, kudos to everybody in the Notre Dame football team and staff. Um, And yeah, now it's, it's on to uh, Tennessee state and just keep, you know, the main thing is, is like, they got to keep, doing it one by one um, because you can't you can't have a letdown before you get to the the one the big big ones obviously
0: yeah Uh, I think one of the biggest indicators of a good coach and a good staff is the ability to prepare your team and uh, he had them prepared and so full credit to Marcus Freeman for that I would say you know first test very much passed for Jared Parker Uh for the same thing, getting them ready to go and getting the team prepared to come out and play um with conviction and confidence helps when
1: you got a QB like that though, man. Absolutely. (laughs) It does does not hurt. It does not hurt. So
0: thank you everyone for tuning in. Uh I'll be back tomorrow morning on the uh morning after recap. We'll we'll be here. So uh Hit the like, hit subscribe, hit the notification bell so you know when I'm going live. That's usually around 9.30 Eastern time that I'm I'm going to be talking about. Stats and PFF grades and all those other things. Anything you guys want to talk about. It's a very uh, viewer interactive show. So we will talk to you tomorrow morning. Notre Dame, 1-0, 42-3 over Navy. Have a good rest of the day, everyone, and we will talk to you tomorrow morning.